Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in once again to the place where sports opinions collide. Dead End Sports. I'm your host, Wolf Kyle. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about the tragic auto accident involving Kevin Ward and NASCAR legend Tony Stewart. We're also going to get into some NBA talk as an NBA superstar leaves Team USA. And you know we're going to get into some NFL talk as the preseason is now underway. And we'll ask the question, who is the best quarterback right now who doesn't have a Super Bowl ring? Of course, we're going to be joined by my partners. You know my boys from Dead End Hip Hop, Beezy, FIFO, and Ken. So pass the word. Dead End Sports. It's about to go down. Right now. Tuning in once again. It is Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That can only mean one thing. It is time for the most innovative, interactive show here on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in once again. You are locked in live to so the place where sports opinions collide. Dead end sports. I'm your host, Paul Kyle. The phone number to call in, area code 646-357-0365. Again, 646-478-0365. This is an interactive show. We ask that you not just listen to the show, but be a part of the show. Participate in tonight's discussion. There's a couple of ways you can do that. You can log into the chat room. The chat room is always open and interactive. Just create a profile for yourself and participate in tonight's show. You can also hit us up on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com backslash deadendsports.com. And that way you can keep up with show updates and things of that nature. Uh, also, follow the show, like the show, become a fan of our Facebook page. If you want to see us, check us out. We are now live on YouTube. You can check out our videos on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com backslash Dead End Sports. Subscribe to our channel. You don't want to miss our videos on YouTube. Uh, if you're on Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at Dead End Sports. You can also follow us individually on Twitter as well. Remember, this show is being broadcast live each and every Tuesday night. So if you can call us to the show live, check out the archives at blogtalkradio.com sports. Once again, I am your host, Joe Kyle. The phone number to call in six seven eight. Excuse me. I'm sorry to give up my cell phone number. 646 Um... Like I said, tonight, man, we're talking sports, taking you up until 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, I will not be doing it alone. I got my co-host with me. First, let's bring in Beatmaker of the crew. Got to bring in my boy, Beezy. Beezy, what up, though? What up, though? What's good, Kyle? Chilling, chilling, chilling. What's going on with you, man? Man. Man, when are we going to get on this golf course, man? <laughs> hey, you don't want to see me, B. You don't want to see me. I'm telling you. Oh, I mean, hey, I, I, I leave your golf. I don't, I don't really golf this, like, try to win, because I, I know I suck. 
because I suck. My my game is like hit or miss, man. So it's like you know, I I just want to be out and enjoy the, the scenery and and try to get my get my get my swing back intact. Hey man, my game is hit and miss. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, hey, trust me, I, I have I have fun out there, man. I'm I'm far from a professional. I'm far from a professional. Yeah, we, we definitely got to we definitely got to say that up for the summer's out, man. And next up, yeah. man, let's bring in the point guard of the crew. Actually, I can't even call him the point guard. Anymore. I got to call him the quarterback of the crew. My man, Cecil, Cecil, what's good, man? Yo, what's good, Kyle? Chilling, 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 man. What's up with you, man? Man, you know, I just, I just got out the whip, so you know, I was bumping. You know, had to get back to the crib, make sure I could get on this on this sports call. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And last but not least, man, Professor X, my man Ken, Ken, what's good? Oh uh, man, you know what, man? I, I I may be a little bit off my game today. Um, you know, every every Tuesday, man. You know, I have a, a cup of of iced coffee before I do the show. You know, and and last week I had International Delight. You know, and I was going to a Publix to get the the Starburst uh, Starbucks. They have a new kind out now, and I wanted to try that, but Publix didn't have it. So now I'm, I'm I'm running off uh Mexican Coca Cola and and that's it. So uh you know, any uh iced coffee companies out there, you know, wanna sponsor your boy, hey, just hit me up, uh and you know, we can make that happen. Every Tuesday, oh man, God. I I toss it back. So holler at me, you know, I got you. We can make it happen. Let's do it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you know what I'm live, man. The dead end. I've never tried the ice coffee, man. Coffee got to be hot for me, man. I just, I don't know, I just never tried it before. So it's good like that. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, I, I love it, man. I, I was like you. I didn't think it was gonna be that be be good when it came out, but you know, I, I, I took a chance, man, and I was I was hooked. Yo, Kyle. No doubt. You, do you know how? What's up? What's up? You, you, you know how how much of a coffee scene this dude Ken is. I remember B's birthday a couple of years ago when he had the party bus. This man brought coffee tequila on there. That shit was nasty. Are you serious? Yes, that shit was nasty. You bought coffee on the party bus? Yeah, I did. No, it was coffee tequila though. Coffee tequila, man, and he was chugging it down like it was all gravy. I had a little bit of it. Like, oh hell no. That's what man, I'm saying. Ken, Ken was a live wire, too, man. Ken was such a live wire. I'm like, man, why is he so hype? And I'm what? like, I know it can't be the liquor. It got to be something else. And then they can see it explain. I'll take one coffee. I'll take one cup of coffee in the morning, man, and that's about it. I just, I know people drink it all day. I just, that, that's not even me. And I just like regular coffee. I can't do the mocha stuff and all that stuff like that people put in their, in their coffee. We're definitely going to talk some sports tonight, man. Hit us up. You're locked in live to Dead End Sports. Uh, before we get started, man, we, we want to pause for a second, man, and just really um, send our uh, condolences out to uh, the family of Michael Brown. Uh, as many of you know, a young man up in St. Louis, uh, tragically murdered by uh, – he was unarmed and murdered by a police department. Uh, obviously, the city of uh, St. Louis is enraged. The world is enraged. Um for those of you listening, and I know I got a lot of people up in St. Louis, got a lot of friends from Twitter up there, and y'all stay safe out there, man. It's it's there's no need to riot, man. It's, it's let's let's 
handle this peacefully and, you know, bring justice forth, you know, and, 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 and secondly, uh, from everybody dead in sports, we definitely want to send our condolences to um, friends and family and everybody who grew up watching Robin Williams, obviously. Uh, Robin Williams, comedian, uh, took his life yesterday at the age of 63. Uh, very sad, sad news, so we want to definitely pass on our condolences to the Brown family and Robin Williams family and thousands of millions of fans who watched him like, much like we did growing up. Um, but in sports world, man, we we actually we're going to start tonight, man, on um, on some sad news. We're actually going to start on auto racing. Uh, we I don't think I think this is the first time we've ever talked about auto racing on this show. But um, they, we had a situation uh, this past weekend where uh, uh, Tony Stewart, a legendary NASCAR driver, was uh, was driving on a dirt track, uh, he, which is something that he does, which is kind of puzzling to me in and of itself. Um, but Tony Stewart was driving on a dirt track. Uh, he His car ran, uh, this guy named Kevin Ward's car, into the wall. Kevin Ward got out of his car uh, and was very upset, and he approached Tony Stewart's car as Tony Stewart was coming back around the co- corner. And uh, one thing led to another. Tony Stewart's car uh, actually hit Kevin Ward, threw him about 50 feet in the air, um, subsequently killing him. Um, you, man. What, what was your thoughts about uh, the the story that happened with uh, Tony Stewart and Kevin Ward when you heard it? Uh, I guess probably Saturday night or Sunday morning. Well, you know, first of all, um, I don't I don't really follow NASCAR like that. Obviously, everybody knows I don't the either. big names. You know, Tony Stewart, Dale Hard, Jeff Gordon. You know, um, right. I wouldn't say bump in the whip if I wasn't into cars. So I do watch car racing. I follow F1. I follow Indy. I follow a lot of GT races um, just because they have more of the cars I like. So when this story mm-hmm. came out, I was just like, first of all, why is Tony Stewart driving on a dirt track? You know what I'm saying? Why, why, right. why, why, like, like, I didn't know that NASCAR guys went and did all of these other type of, you know, uh, events. So that, that that was my first question, and you know, I, I, again, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit ignorant to the whole situation. But when I saw that, you know, I, I know about Tony Stewart's um, um, previous, uh, you know, doings and and, and and how he is, and you know how, I, and I know the culture of NASCAR is very intimidating and tough guy, and that's why, you know, even in NASCAR, sometimes when people cry, they'll come out of the car and, you know, start pointing fingers and doing everything that Kevin Ward Jr. did as well. But when I saw that, you know, I don't know what his intent was. I, I was surprised. You know, um, I, 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 I thought it was very bold of him to, you know, go out there on the track, you know, like when you have all of these cars coming that fast. Um, so I I, I was just surprised. I was surprised that, you know, a driver would get out of his car and, and, and do that, and I was surprised, you know, at the fact that Tony Stewart hit him. Um, and, and I was surprised that, that, that he that he was killed by that. Um, right. He was, was the, go ahead, B. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, that's, go ahead, people. That, that's my fault. That's me. <laughs> my bad. But, yeah, um... I, I was just surprised, man. Um, I, I, I didn't see that coming um, at all. Uh, and, and again, like I said, I don't follow NASCAR and, and that segment of racing that 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 heavy. So I, I don't I don't know, man. I, I just think that it's an incident that is unfortunate. 
I think that in sports, when things like this happen, you know, uh, rules change, kind of like with Dale Earnhardt. Um, so, so I definitely think NASCAR and all of these other type of ra- racing sanctions, they'll probably change the rules where if, if your car is not on fire or if you're not in an immediate danger inside of your vehicle, that you should stay inside of the vehicle until, you know, the safety people come to help you out. But um, I, I was just surprised, man, because um, it's very unfortunate. And, you know, knowing Tony Stewart's background, it just doesn't look good for him. And, and in all honesty, only Tony Stewart knows what was going through his head, if it was intentional, intentional or not. So that's something he's going to have to live with. But, you know, just from the little bit of, of video that we've been able to see, you know, I haven't heard it with the audio, so I know ESPN and other media sources have been saying that Tony revved his engine. I can't tell that just by looking at it. So I, right, I, I right, didn't right, hear right, the audio. Right. So I, I really, again, I, only Tony Stewart knows what was going on there. And um, Great point. he's going to have to live with it, man. Um it's just a sad. It's just sad at the end of the day. No doubt, no doubt. What about you, BZ? Uh, what What was your, uh, your your initial reaction when you heard about the uh, the accident with Tony Stewart and, and Kevin Wood? Yeah, I, I was, you know, I was surprised when I saw the footage and I saw him, like, you know, first I was surprised why the hell did he get out of his car like that, like people said, and you got all these cars just going at full speed. I'm like, what was he thinking? And then, that's, you know, I just seen bodies flipping, you know, car run over. I'm like, damn. So, granted, I know Tony Stewart always been like a hothead type of dude. So, right, you know, of exactly, course, exactly. you know what I'm saying? So, he's always, I mean, he's been hothead throughout NASCAR ever since I've known him being in NASCAR. So, you know, of course, my reaction was thinking like, damn, did he really meant to do that? Because it's like, okay, what was his intentions? Did he really mean to, like, maybe just run him over just to kind of, like, hurt him, and maybe it kind of went a little further than what he expected. Because, like I said, mm-hmm. Tony Tony Stewart, Tony Stewart is crazy enough to do something like that. So, like, him doing it didn't surprise me. Just the fact that he, like, rolled over dude, like, golly, man, it was it was, it was was kind of scary to see that. Like, damn. So it, it makes you think by him being such a hothead, like, I don't know, maybe it was that his intentions. Or maybe, like I said, it wasn't. Maybe he just was like, well, let me, let me roll over his foot or – do you know roll over his leg or something hurt him a little bit and then bam keep it moving but it just went further than what expected i i, I was yeah i was shocked that dude that dude i mean i was shocked that he got killed but when i saw the footage i was like oh yeah yeah he's, he's gone but um yeah just like i said going by the background of tony stewart you know it was just like dude he's a, he's a hothead man so yeah it's it, it's unfortunate and I, and I feel sorry for kevin Ware. you know he's a you know young guy that that is gone too soon and you know, for the families to witness that and, and see that firsthand, you know, my heart goes out to them. But, yeah, man, Tony, yeah, I, I was I'm kind of like on the fence to where, like, maybe he did mean to do that, but it just went further than what he expected. That's a good point. That's a good point. What, what about you, Kim? Where's your take on it when you, when you first heard about it? Well, I, I, you know, when I saw the, the headline pop up on my phone, man, um, a, a lot of the reports were saying that it was they – they were saying that he hit Kevin Ward on the track, and they made it seem like it was intentional because they had an altercation earlier on the track. And that's why Kevin Ward 
basically basically jumped out of his car after he crashed because he was really going to confront Tony Stewart. Of course, Kevin Ward didn't think Tony Stewart would actually hit him, and that's what actually ended up happening, of course. And um, and I remember waking up the next morning, finding out that he died, and I was just I was just shocked, you know, that that this twenty year old kid right. has just lost his life. I mean, he, you know, it, it's just it's to see a, a young kid like that who, according to a lot of people, showed a lot of promise, to see him unable to fulfill, you know, that, that dream that he's had, you know, was, was really depressing, man, and, and I felt bad for him and, and of course, for his family. And, you know, it, it, you know last weekend was, was definitely a, a rough one, you know, because we had Kevin Ward dying, you know, at the hands of Tony Stewart. And then we had, of course, Mike Brown, who was 17. He put this in perspective. He's only three years younger than, right. than Kevin Stewart was close to probably being 18, I'm sure, if he was going to college. You know, they're not that far apart. You know, exactly. so these are kids that have lost their life. And, you know, everybody, you know, as you guys have said, yeah, he, he's a hothead. And, you know, I had even one driver uh, actually said that he saw – Kevin Ward clear as day. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, well, if he saw them, and this is just me, based on what I read. I'm not an investigator. I'm not doing all the other stuff, you know. I'm just going by the report. But if this guy's saying that, I'm sure Kevin, Tony Stewart had to see him. You right. know what I'm saying? So whether or not he was, you know, trying to, you know, kind of scare him a little bit or not, it's I don't think that really matters. The fact is, I think in a situation like that, you got to err on the side of caution, man, and you just got to get out of the way. You don't play around with anybody's life, and that's what he did. And a and a 20-year-old young male is gone from this earth because of it. And and they're saying that they don't even know if he will face charges or not. Now, look, let me tell you something. I've seen plenty of accidents, whether it was intentional or not, where people have faced, um, uh, in, uh, you know, manslaughter, you know, vehicular homicide, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I, I would be shocked and stunned if Tony Stewart faces no criminal charges for what happened on the court, considering the outcry, considering the fact that everybody has seen it, have seen the video. Man, let me tell you. I don't know if you've seen the video. I don't know who has yeah, seen, seen the it. video. But it's I've one of the it. most horrible things I've, I've seen this year. Because yeah. it's something that happens to people that we, we know. I used to follow. I used to do fantasy racing, so I used to follow the sport. I don't follow it as, as heavy as I used to. Uh, sports like people said, you know the Tony Stewart and you know the big-name guys. Um, you know, Patrick and stuff like that. But, you know, to, to, to see... People that we follow that are, you know, icons to people. You know, to see a young guy come in to try to supplant a guy like Tony Stewart, to see people that are out there in the public like that, it, it is, and to see them die, and to see them die while we're watching. You know, it, it, it's horrifying, man, and it's something that, you know, I, you gotta watch, you, you don't have to watch it, but, you know, it's something that I'm like, hey, man, why did I watch that? 
Because, mm-hmm. you know, the parents scene and stuff like that, man. And, you know, these are not relatable, but I remember watching, remember when Lynn Bias died, man. And he, you know, right. the free throw passed out. You know, so to see oh, that, was, uh, that was that wasn't Lynn Bias. That was, uh, damn, I can't remember his name. Um, oh, oh, Reggie, oh, 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 oh. Reggie Lewis. Reggie Lewis, yeah, yeah. And Hank bad. Gathers Thanks. also died on the court, too. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the correction. Shit. I'm, I'm, hey. But anyway, so yeah, to, to see something like that, man, I guess, so, so I guess my point is to see and witness death firsthand, not firsthand, but see and witness death that's not in a movie, man, it, it's, it, it, it's something. And, um, and my heart, man, you know, as a, as a guy that's raising, uh, you know, a son, my heart, you know, goes out to the family because there, there's nothing more painful that I could think of than that outside of, you know, losing your, your parents and stuff like that, man. And so, man, I, my heart goes out to them, man. Lenny, you know what, Ken? You, you know what? Like, I, I agree with you, man. It's surreal. But at the same time, I, look, I, I don't know how fair it is if Tony Stewart doesn't face any type of charges. But at the same time, we also have to put blame onto Kevin Ward for going out there on that track that way as well. Now, I'm not exonerating Tony Stewart for his act at all. But at the same time, just how we were talking about the domestic violence and sometimes how a woman can incite that, this was like Kevin Ward being the woman inciting that. Now, I'm not saying that the action and Tony Stewart trying to scare him or maybe trying to run over his foot, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that that's okay because he at all costs should have avoided him. You know what I'm saying? So, so again, I don't know what was going through his mind. I don't know if he wanted to scare him. I don't, we don't know if he couldn't avoided him. You know what I'm saying? We don't know anything. But at the same time, I think that Kevin Ward Jr. shouldn't have been out on that track that way as well. So, so, so if, if Tony Stewart doesn't get charged with anything, I, I think that that's the reason why that like we would we, like that that's the reason why he wouldn't be charged because mm-hmm. Kevin Ward played a part in that as well. Victim blaming people and that leads that, that that's leading to a man's death. I, I, I don't hey. know about that. Oh, and, oh, man, that's and, tough, man. And, and and here here here's why I I see I see your point. I acknowledge it. I know where you're going with it, and and you're right. But but I guess going back to what I was saying, there have been accidents that have happened. You know, just in in life, you know, going to work, going here, going there, where people have killed somebody and they face charges for vehicle of homicide. So you know, so but that's it depends, saying. though, Ken. You, you're 100 percent right. A, a regular accident, right? An, a, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait hold on. Like that? No, hold on. Vehicular manslaughter and things of that nature, like 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 on a regular accident. People don't typically get charged with that. It's typically when they're under the influence or something. Um, mm-hmm. if, 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 if they were traveling at a high rate of speed or they were racing and you hit somebody, like like you had to do something to cause this accident, even if it wasn't all the way your fault. You see what I'm saying? But in this case, to me, two sides had equal, well, I'm not going to say equal parts to blame, but two sides had Blame on, 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 on both sides. There was blame to be put on both sides. So if he doesn't get charged, I understand why. Again, I'm I'm not saying that it's fair, but at the same time, in regular life, an accident. If I'm just cruising, if for some reason a car just veers in front of me and I slam the crap out of him, I don't die. But God forbid the person that 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 swerved in front of me, that, that person, I'm not gonna get charged. 
That's not my fault. I didn't do anything right. to incite that. Now, if I'm traveling a hundred and some miles an hour, and for some reason this person just swerved into my lane and I hit them, oh, I'm gonna get charged. I'm gonna get charged. So, 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 so that's that's the difference, Ken. And, and, and I feel what you're saying. I, I, there, look, when somebody dies, there's no right or wrong answer. There, there just isn't. It's too sensitive of a subject. And I'm not saying that Tony Stewart should get charged or he shouldn't get charged. That's not my job. I, look, I'm on dead end sports. I am not that police officer, that chief, that crew that's trying to recreate this whole crash scene and trying to get the answers. I am not Tony Stewart. I am not his conscience. I, I, I am not that man. So I, I don't know. I don't know nothing. I just know from what I saw. And what I saw was, a, a, a young man come out his car in the middle of a damn race, and somebody hit him. That's, that's and, what and I you, saw. Yeah, and you know what? When I saw Kevin Ward running into the middle of the track, I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is. I was like, well, "Is he really walking to the middle of the track?" But I also see people kind of miss him, and you know, and and like you, like you, yeah, hey, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not any of that, but I did look it up, and one of the the um, when when they talk about vehicular homicide and stuff like that, they do say that it's caused by dangerous drops. You know what I'm saying? And and even though I understand that this is what they're doing, and dangerous driving is part of this profession of dirt track racing, um, I still think that it could fall in line with that. But even if it doesn't fall in line with that, uh, researching further, there was a road safety act in 2006 that introduced two new offenses which is causing death by careless or inconsiderate driving. And I think you can look within reason and probably say, hey, you know, that could apply as well. But, again, look, I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that I would be surprised if, no, if he faces nothing when everybody else manages to get out of the way. So let me let me ask you guys this, and I'll start right there with you, Ken. Um, this, and this is tough. I mean, this is really, really tough when you think about it. Uh, do you think it's possible? Now, we all the evidence hasn't been collected. They have not ruled out bringing charges. And just because they bring charges doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to, you know, do time or anything like that. We all understand how the justice system works. That being said, do you think it's possible that Tony Stewart hit him on purpose? Oh, man. Speculation is tough, man, um, because we, you know, we're we're kind of accusing a man of something, you know, where we 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 have no knowledge of, of whether right. that was just um, so it's kind of difficult. But I, I will say that based on the other driver saying that he saw him clear as day, I think that there was some intent behind. Tony Stewart's action. Um, I think the result of what happened wasn't what was after. There's no, in, in my head, I'm, there's no way Tony Stewart sees this man and say, you know what, I'm gonna take him out. I'm gonna right. run him over right now. I don't, I don't think he's that malicious. I don't think his anger is 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 that extreme, regardless of whatever altercation they had before. But I, I do think that when he saw him on the court, he knew who he was, and he was like, okay, I got you. I'm going to show you. Since you want to be big, bad, and tough, and walk into the middle of the road like you can't be hit, 
then, you know, I'm going to show you that whatever. So I think he probably tried to scare him like B was alluded to earlier. And the the worst possible outcome of what could have happened ended up happening. But, and, 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 and when I say this, I'm talking about how many times I'm driving. You know, and I see a <laughs> walking to the middle of the road. And I was like, okay, you, you think you can't be hit? You keep walking your ass, you know, whatever. So... I'm thinking just how I'm reacting. I'm not even upset with anybody. But how you get upset when people walking in the middle of the of the parking? You know, you're trying to park, and you had Kroger or Publix somewhere, and people want to walk around slow and just walking away like they have, even though they have the right of way. But, you know, they try to abuse it. So I'm thinking how I, you know, kind of say those type of things when I'm driving, and I haven't even gotten into it with anybody. So I can only imagine the two of them getting into their little beef you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, Kevin Ward crashed, and, you know, there's still some, some residual anger left over from Tony Stewart. Obviously, Kevin Ward was pissed off. So if Kevin Ward was that mad, you can imagine that Tony Stewart on the other side had to be as equally as upset. So I think, you know, he was like, you know, if anything, he was like, okay, I'll show you. And he ended up hitting and killing the guy. Um, so, again, you know, that's just through speculation. I'm sure everybody that's listening to the show has enough damn common sense to know that, but you know you have to put it out there. Definitely, I, you know, I, I think, I, I, I think, um, I don't know, man. And this is tough. And and I, 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 and when I thought about the question, I asked myself, okay, if I remove Tony's, and uh, now keep in mind, I, I will preface my comment the same way FIFO said. I don't watch NASCAR. I live much like you guys did live, you know, most of my life. Well, I lived all my life in the South, so that's the home of NASCAR. My hometown, Florence, South Carolina, is 10 miles away from Darlington Speedway. So I, and I, but I've never been to a NASCAR race. Always thought about going, but I never, never have gone. Um, casually follow the sport. Like FIFO said, I know the Dale Earnhardt Juniors. I know the Tony Stewart's. I know the Jeff Gordon's. I know the Danica Patrick's. I know the big names. I don't know, you know, Dale Jarrett. I don't, you know, I could walk past Dale Jarrett and not know who the hell he was. I, in fact, I don't even know if Dale, Dale Jarrett still races. That being said, I think what I ask myself is if I remove Tony Stewart's name, if this was Dale Jr., if this was Dale Earnhardt Jr., would I think that he would be capable of hitting someone on purpose? From what I know about Dale Earnhardt Jr., from what I know about Dale Earnhardt Sr., I don't think that that would be in my realm of thinking that he would do that. Tony Stewart is known as a jerk. You know, he, he's, he's known as a hothead. He, he's actually attended anger management classes. He had a situation a few years back where he jumped out of his car and threw his helmet at a car that he was, a driver he was mad at. Um, and as I was doing research for the show, apparently getting out of the car, if somebody railroads you or runs you into a, a wall or something like that, Getting out of the car is very common in, in NASCAR, a race in, in, in auto racing, period. I did not know that. I've seen guys get out, but I never knew how prevalent it was until I, you know, like I said, did some research. That being said, I think Stewart tried to scare him. I think because, like you said, if the other driver saw him, and now keep in mind, this is a dirt track. This is not your NASCAR where you got... 50,000 cameras and you got all these lights and everything like that and it looks the video the YouTube video that we all saw is very dark and keep in mind Kevin Ward has on all black 
there was a car that avoided him prior to Tony Stewart hitting him. I think Tony Stewart got kind of close, and maybe he tried to, you know, kind of scare him or whatever, and he didn't realize because it was his back right wheel that hit him. It wasn't like he hit him head on. So mm-hmm. I think he just got, he, you know, he, he miscalculated and he, he was too close. If they can produce another camera angle from a different angle, maybe that will show that. I'm not sure. I think I'm not sure if he's going to face charges. If if they go, if they if all they have to go off of is what we see, I don't think that's enough for him to face charges, honestly. Um, because like Tifo said, it's going to come back to the fact that you got out of the car. The downside to it is, and like I said, I don't know. I prior to this happening, I didn't know Kevin Warner. My heart goes out to his family. I, I and I saw a comment that his aunt posted on Facebook. I mean, like his family is clearly upset about this. And I posted in the chat room a few minutes ago, uh, a lawsuit is probably coming. You know, especially if no mm-hmm. charges are filed, a huge lawsuit mm-hmm. is coming because, you know, Tony Stewart's got money. That being said, the downside to all this, only two people will really know what happened, and one of them's dead. And the other, he probably ain't going to ever tell. So I don't know. That That's my two cents. FIFA, what about you? Do you think it's possible that he did it on purpose? Um, you know, just based on Tony Stewart's past, right? Like, because your past is what defines your character. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 kind of you know, what you do is who you are. So, based on how Tony Stewart has acted in the past, based on anger management and all of that type of stuff, I could definitely see how he. Again, I don't think that his intent, like Ken was saying, was to kill the boy. I don't I don't think that he was out here like, you know what, today's your last day, I'm going to just run you. Because he didn't, even, he didn't hit him straight up. Now, if he would have hit him straight up, then right. I would have said that that was all the intent in the world. But because it was kind of like that back right that hit him and, you know, it is. I think that he wanted to hit him. I think he wanted to scare him. I think he wanted to prove a point. And the worst possible outcome happened. And unfortunately, you know, that is death. And, 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 and that is big. And, you know, like I said, man, I, it's something that Tony Stewart got to live with, man. Um, exactly. I don't think that he, I don't think he tried to do it on purpose. I don't think he tried to kill him on purpose. But just based on his history, I definitely think that he was trying to intimidate him, scare him, and or hit him. Definitely, definitely, definitely. What about you, B? Do you think it's possible that he purposely hit him? B? B? <laughs> B does this every week, man. <laughs> B, you got to know man. Hello. There you go. Hello. Hello. You know, we, we need to institute like a dollar fine every time somebody comes on air and don't have their, their phones unmuted. <laughs> no, my, I, you got, I, B? no, my phone. My phone was muted. Uh, I think, like I said before, I think his attention was just a scare him, and it just went further than what he anticipated. But another thing I noticed, at least from the video footage that they showed, you know, that we've seen, that I I don't remember seeing him, like, stopping or slowing down or coming back to see was he okay or anything. Like, I don't know if they got any other footage where they show him, you know, coming to the scene where he hit him. But, you know, I don't, if I hit someone and I didn't mean to hit him or it wasn't intentional, I'm breaking or I'm stopping the car right away to find out if that, per- if that person's okay. And I didn't see that in that video. Not saying that he didn't do it, but, like, just from the footage that we've seen, I didn't even see him slow down. It's like he hit him, and he just kept speeding on through, like, like right. nothing happened. So, you know, I'm pretty sure he knew he hit him. 
So my, that's my thing. It's, that's one thing I, I thought about. Like, damn, I don't even remember seeing him slowing down or, you know, kind of you turning back to seeing, you know, the scene to be okay or anything. So, you know, that's another thing you can throw out there on the situation. But I, I, I still don't think he did it intentionally, did he? I just think it just went further than what he anticipated for it to go. Okay, okay. Hey, well, real, you know, real, time to tell, man. Real, go ahead, go ahead, Ken. Yeah, real, real quick, uh, this is what they're saying, and this is from um, Los Angeles uh, CBS Local. Um, as far as charges, what he could actually face, um, mm-hmm. he could be charged with second-degree manslaughter under New York law if the prosecutors believe that he recklessly caused the death of another person with negligent homicide, another possibility. So that's what they're saying. If there's charges, those those will be the charges possible. They gotta prove it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And um, b- before we get away from this story, I think um, I wanted one thing I wanted to throw out to you guys. Uh, it, it was uh, it was reported, and I don't know where the report came from. But it was reported that he was because he was scheduled to he he did the dirt track race on Saturday night and and he was supposed to schedule a race in a NASCAR race um, in New York upstate New York on Sunday, but it was reported Sunday morning by all media outlets that he was going to indeed race um, by mid morning by you know right around Sunday afternoon they they then released a statement saying that he was not going to race. Do you think that's a was that a PR move or do you think really that, you know yeah PR because I thought that was bad I, I thought that was in bad taste to say okay well hey I'm, I mean you just killed regardless whether or not you did it on purpose you just killed a man you can't go out and race at least I couldn't yeah that was a PR move man um, yeah you know, look at the end of the day like first of all he had the way that all of these race car drivers and we talking any form of racing we talking. Formula One, Indy, NASCAR, GT, drag racing. The way that they get their money is through sponsors, right? People mm-hmm. that put their logo on these cars pay these drivers. Because yep. just running down, like, you're just not making money just, just doing that. You're making money from all of these advertisements that are on your vehicle. Um, I think based on that, he couldn't. Because, because, it's, a, because it's a bad representation to all of those companies that have faith in Tony Stewart, that, that advertise okay. with Tony Stewart. So just from a PR move, and, and also it makes it look like Tony Stewart had really no remorse. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you should feel, even if it wasn't your intent, even if it wasn't your fault, you still shouldn't feel like it's okay to go back to your job where you just killed somebody the day previous. You know what I'm right. saying? That's just, <laughs> right. that's just in bad taste. You know what I'm saying? So, so I think hands down, uh, Tony Stewart definitely wanted to race. And, and you know, and, and here's the thing: we all know in sports that the best way to get over something is to go back to your sport and do what you do because that's your comfort zone. So I understand mm-hmm. it from that standpoint, but it, it's just not in good taste because somebody died. I understand right. if if his intent was to hurt him and dude broke his leg and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go race tomorrow." That's different. I understand. Mm-hmm. That's cool, whatever. But he died. So, no, that, that, that that's a whole different ballgame. So, at the end of the day, I definitely think it was a PR move, um, you know, just to show that sympathy, that, that something great, you know, something dire did happen. And, and, and you have to give it respect. You know what I'm saying? Respect to the family, respect to the, to, to the actual sport. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and realistically, j- j- just respect overall because that that right there is just a bad taste. And, and at the now, end of the day, on, on the, let me play devil's advocate real quick, people. If if Tony Stewart came out and said, "Okay, well, hey, we're in Daytona this weekend. I'm racing." Would you have a problem with that? Um, I mean, it's been a week. Or should he wait until what? the investigation has been completed? Well, okay. Well, I feel, if Tony Stewart feels he did nothing wrong, then obviously adequate time needs to pass, and then I'll be fine with that. Now, like, okay. like adequate time, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is. I think for everybody it's different. You know, if a week or two and then Daytona comes, I'd be fine with that because he feels like he's innocent. He has nothing to hide. He let time pass for everybody to grieve and for the sympathy and all of that. So I'll be fine with that. But, you know, the next day, no, no, that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Definitely, definitely, definitely. The phone number to call in, area code 646-478-0356. Again, 646 646- Four seven eight zero three five six. You are locked in live to Dead End Sports. I'm your host, Twelve Kyle. Joined by my partners, man, B Cannon FIFO. Man, if you haven't gotten a chance, well, the video hasn't dropped yet. We got a chance last week to shoot our third video. Um, <laughs> I don't want to spoil third it for you guys, but um, third we had a good time. <laughs> and, and I'll say this much. I'm blaming B, I'm blaming Ken, and I'm blaming FIFO for letting me go out there running around on the field at Central Park without stretching. My leg was killing me the next day, man. Oh, my God. Man, I, hey, man, that's the, I, I, I just, and, and you'll, you'll see what we're talking about when you see the video, but we, we got a chance to get out there and run around a little bit, man. And, you know, that, that, I love the fact that, I, you know, being a former athlete, I, I love that. But, you know, sometimes your body tells you, hey, man, you too old for this shit. And, like, when I woke up the <laughs> next morning, my, my legs was like, yo, man, what do you think you're doing? You're not 24 anymore. And so, um, but, yeah, man, we had a good time. Got two videos coming, man. Uh, shout out to my man, uh, Rod, my, Modest Media, man. Um, great job on the production and, and, and everything, and editing, as always, man. So you guys stay tuned for that. If you haven't done already, check out our videos on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com backslash Dead End Sports and subscribe to our channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And tell a friend. And tell your, you know, tell your mama, tell everybody about Dead End Sports. Uh, the phone number to call in, 646-478-0356. Uh, let's jump to basketball real quick, man. Uh, last week we talked about the uh, gruesome injury to Paul George, uh, and then it happened. Uh, we didn't think it was going to happen, or maybe some people did think it was going to happen. Uh, Kevin Durant, KD, decided to step away from USA Basketball, citing mental fatigue and emotional fatigue. Now, I don't know what mental fatigue and emotional fatigue is. Well, actually, I do know what it is, but I don't know what it is that he's talking about. But he decided to step away, man, and, and say that, hey, I'm, I'm not going to play for USA Basketball. Um, Two-part question. I'll start with you first, B. Did he get a pass for quitting the team? And, and the second part is, what would have been the response if LeBron was on the team and he had done the same thing? Yeah, you know, he got a pass because, you know, everybody loves KD, even though he's starting to get the pressure now from the media about winning the championship. But, yeah, KD right. is, the, is, is the more, you know, of course, LeBron, not before it is going back to Cleveland, LeBron was still the villain of the NBA. 
and um, mm-hmm. everybody, Kevin, Kevin, you know, Kevin Durant was the, was the sweetheart. Um, and that's a good question. If if it was LeBron, come on, you know, everybody would have been dogging LeBron out. Oh, he a quitter. See, that's he don't got that killer mentality. He, he afraid <laughs> he ain't gonna be able to. You know, you know how that. You know how to mean. You know right, how to right, mean, right. Man, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Oh, LeBron quit the. Uh, Quit the uh, USA team. Oh, I guess he don't. He don't got that Michael Jordan in him to lead a team to a goal or whatever like that. You know, you know how that would have went, man. People find any type of excuse to, to the dog LeBron. It's like you keep beating a dead horse. Just leave it alone. But um, yeah, I think I think Durant got a pass. I think he definitely got a pass. Just because, like I said, he's not that. He's not the villain of the NBA. He's a sweetheart of the NBA. He's like he's like the golden boy right now. Oh man, oh man, and and, and and that's something I keep hearing people say. And I, you know what, man? To be honest, up until late last year, late, late last basketball season, I never really thought about Durant getting a pass, man. But you know, in a way, I guess he yep. kind of does. Yeah. Um, yep. So let me let me throw it to you, FIFO, man. Did he get a pass for quitting? And you know what would have happened if LeBron had done the same thing? You know, um, the USA team is by choice. So if you choose not to pursue it, then I, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't. There's nothing wrong I don't with have it. A problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. have a problem at all with Durant pulling out. You know what I'm saying? Now the reasons for him pulling out, I don't know if what he said is 100 percent the reason for him pulling out. I think that right. Paul George's injury did probably have an effect, um, as it yeah. probably did on the majority of the team. You know, when you see something like that and you know that you have business, um, you know, in the upcoming season, you know, trying to win a championship, just got your first MVP, you're, you're switching from Nike to Under Armour for a $30 million a year deal. Yeah, that's a lot of things to consider. And, and for me, I don't have a problem with that because at the end of the day, it's about business and it's about putting your family, your, you know, your, 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 your circle in the best position to succeed long term, not just for right now. And if it was the Olympics, I'd probably have more of an issue with it. But with the World Cup, it, it is what it is. There, there's other players that can come in and, 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 and be fine. You know what I'm saying? It's not the Olympics. If it was the Olympics and KD did this, I, 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 may, I may criticize them a little bit more. Okay, so quick question, FIFO, and I'll let you finish the point. Explain to me and the listeners, because I'm not exactly sure how this works. If he's playing for USA Basketball right now for the World Cup, does that mean, or if he drops out of this, does that mean that he is not going to play in the Olympics in two more years, or how does that work? Because I'm not really familiar as to how that works. No, the way Jerry Colangelo and Coach Kev put the whole USA basketball program together is after I believe it was '04, right? That we uh, we got bronze. Was mm-hmm. it '04? Yeah, '04 when we got bronze. Jerry Colangelo wanted to 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 really change the face of USA basketball. He wanted commitments from players, and they built. Um, you know, just just a system in the off season for these players to get together, to play together, to have a system. This is how we're going to play international ball from here on out. And if he doesn't play in the World Cup, he's still eligible to be on the Olympic team, just like Kevin Love, just like Chris Bosh, just like everybody that won the gold. They have first dibs on coming back and playing on the Olympic team. You know, just like how uh, Steph Curry played on the last World Cup team, or I think it was, it was the, uh, I can't remember, the Tournament of, of the Americas, something the last time um, uh, that, that, that they actually played this, but he didn't actually make the USA Olympic team. So so they're different. 
of all the players that play in the World Cup won't make the Olympic team because that's when the heavyweights okay. come. That's when Carmelo plays. That's when LeBron plays. So some of these players won't make that team. But um, but no, Ke- Kevin Durant will be available to play in the Olympics, even though he pulled out from this. Um, okay. And and, for, and then in terms of LeBron was playing in the World Cup and he backed out, I 100% in agreement would be. They, they, me, everybody would have made it like <laughs> LeBron is soft. LeBron is not mentally tough. LeBron is not ready to win another championship by himself in Cleveland. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Man, get the hell yep. out of here with all yep. this. LeBron is the best basketball player on this planet currently, and it is what it is. You know, so, so you know, they, they always spit it negatively when, you know, because, because when you're at the top, there's only one way that you can go, and that's mm-hmm. down. And, and people are going to try to speed that up. And LeBron ain't going down nowhere no no time soon. Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Ken? What's your take on it, man? If, if, if you know, did, did he get a pass? And, and if that had been LeBron, what would have been the outcome? Well, look, we all know that what he said was absolutely true. He was tired. He was mentally fatigued of the possibility of the same thing happening to him that Ken. happened to George. <laughs> yeah. Can I call you real quick and ask you this? So, so, so you're saying that he was mentally fatigued, this, that, and the third, even though like a couple of days prior he committed to Coach K saying that he was there for the long haul, even after the Paul George injury. So you believe everything that KB publicly said is true? After he quit? No. Of course I'm not. Gonna oh man. Because if you commit to somebody and then you come back and say you, you're going to quit and walk away, how am I going to believe that? You went against what you said. What did he say again, people? He publicly committed for the long haul okay. And two days later, however long it was, he came back and was like, oh, God, oh, Lord. This is too much. I can't deal with it. Yeah, I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't cope. Freak it, I can't cope. Right, I can't. I, I can't do it anymore. I got thirty million on the line. I, I'm tired of watching the Paul George video. I'm waking up with nothing. Nah, I, I'm done. I can't take it. So he was like, "I'm tapping out." Y'all can have this. <laughs> y'all, I, I got y'all ain't paying me anyway. <laughs> so this is volunteer work. So he tapped out. You know, I'm pretty sure somebody was in his ear talking about, "Hey man, you know." Uh, you about to sign this contract, man. What, what happened to you? And then, you know, I, I was going to fetch the money. Come on, man. We know how it is. It happened right after Paul George broke his leg. Right. To me, it makes a lot of sense. So, is he getting a pass? Absolutely he's getting a pass. Because everybody, mm-hmm. one, they remember what happened to Paul George. That's number one. And number two, he he, <laughs> he tapped out. After it, after the news of him signing this million dollar contract, so that's mm-hmm. number two. <laughs> so yeah, he's getting a pass because what are people going to say? Oh, if I was signing that contract too, I wouldn't play for the Olympics. I don't want the same thing to happen to me that happened to Paul George. So yeah, he he got out and they're going to play it. So and and to answer the question, I think if that same situation was applied to LeBron James. I don't think he would have been uh, demonized for it. And, and when I say same situation, I'm talking about Paul George injury and the million-dollar contract. 
I don't think right. he would have jumped on um, that much because of those two uh, events that occurred. But if none of those existed, then I think, yeah, he probably would have faced a little bit of a backlash because his, his team just quitting. That's true. That's true. I, you know what, man? I'm not – I understand. <laughs> I understand, especially because I, the thing was, when he announced it, I didn't know anything about the Under Armour deal that he was looking at and, and the potential, you know, contract. Well, I know his – I think I don't – his contract isn't up. I think he's got – Two more years on his, I think. Yeah, got two more years on his deal. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, so you know, so I understand it, and I mean, watching your boy go down in a horrific, you know, freak of, you know, just a is crazy play. I mean, it's not that that happens once every ten thousand times, but you don't want to be the one. And I, I get it, I get it, I understand totally why he backed out. Now his his. Reasoning for it, his public reasoning for it, I, you know, that was pretty shady. I mean, come on now, you, emotional fatigue. Come on, man, you ain't emotionally fatigued. You know, it's, it, it is what it is. Um, that being said, I, I understand, it, I get it. Um, but yeah, and like I said, I, until I thought about the question, man, I hadn't really thought about the fact that, and I, I, I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, KD gets a pass. KD gets a pass. K, and I'm like, well, you know, I never really thought about it, but. No, if LeBron had done this, man, they would have called LeBron everything but a child of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it would have been a wrap, you know. But FIFA makes a great point, I think, because there's a difference between FIBA and then there's, a, I mean, because I think you only got to win a game or two just to get to the, you know, to qualify for the Olympics. And But I, I, here's the thing I think that resonates with a lot of players, and I heard Steph Curry talk about this on ESPN. There's nothing better than playing for your country. Nothing better. Um, you know, a lot of these guys, of course they shoot for an NBA title, but keep it real. I mean, unless, you know, no disrespect to Andre Drummond, but Andre Drummond, he, he may not ever play for a title. He just may not. But, damn. damn. <laughs> I hate the rain on B's parade, uh, but let's say he doesn't. But I mean, if he's able to bring home the gold, if he can say, "Well, hey, I have a gold medal in the FIBA World Championships and a gold medal in the the 2016 Olympic Games," I mean, you you can't outside of going to the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. I mean, what what more can you do? I mean, as far as individual on an individual standpoint, so. I think that's good, man. I think it's good. I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't fault KD for, for dropping out. I totally understand. I, I thought his reasoning was laughable because we all know why. You know, if Paul George doesn't get injured, KD's still playing. Let's just keep it 100. He's still playing. I, I'll I don't tell you this. Go ahead, Kim. As soon as, as soon as I saw Paul George injury, man, I, I was handing in my cleat, my, my shoes. I was, I was <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of KD, uh, quick quick note before we move on to the next topic. Uh, well, actually, it actually wasn't KD's fault. As many of you know, Drake, rapper Drake, is the team ambassador for the Toronto Raptors. Uh, recently, there was a concert that Drake was Drake Drake was at the concert, and uh, Kevin Durant was at the concert, and Drake made reference to the fact that how they would love to have him in Toronto. Those comments landed Toronto in hot water for tampering 
and subsequently cost Drake cost Toronto uh, a $25,000 fine from the NBA for tampering. Just to mention, just the fact that Durant was at the concert, he mentioned the fact that, you know, they would love him there, and the crowd started chanting KD, KD, KD. And the Raptors got hit with a $25,000 fine. So, Drake, if you're listening, shut your mouth. <laughs> the phone number to call in, 646. Man, man, come on, man. Man, Kyle. Why are you hating, dog? Like, like, I'm not hating on Drake, man, but you, you already know my stance on Drake, man. You already know my stance just, on Drake. Come on, man. I'm just saying, man. If you want, if you want KD to come, then, man, look, let me tell you. Look, you think, you think Drake care about that? Look, Drake's going to pay that fine. Of course he's money. He's got it. He's good for it. So, yeah. So, he, he, you know, he all right, man. Let, let the man speak. I'm, and, I mean, and, you know, I apologized to Drake a couple of weeks ago. That's about as far as it's gonna go. I'm not gonna listen to Drake's <laughs> album. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna get the mixtape. I'm just gonna watch it on Dead End Hip Hop and call it a day. That's all I need to know. Hey, <laughs> y'all get the poor man. Man just wanted KD to come to Toronto. Have you? Oh uh, my God! Make the playoffs. Okay, now I, I don't remember. The I don't I, I know that I saw the review but I don't remember you probably were the one who was defending Drake on it on that on the dead on the dead and hip hop review. I, you know I, I you know I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> six four six four seven eight zero three five six is the number to call. You are locked in live to Dead End Sports. I'm your host Twelve Kyle. Joined by my partners, man, K and B and FIFO, man. Hit us up. Six four six four seven eight zero three five six. If you're near a computer, jump into the chat room. The chat room is always open and interactive. Uh, remember, this show is being broadcast live each and every Tuesday night. So, in the event you cannot listen to the show live, check out the archives at blogtalkradio.com backslash Dead End Sports. You can also check us out on Stitcher if you have an Android or iPhone. Uh, just go to your application store, download the Stitcher application for free, upload Dead End Sports. And listen at your leisure, at home or on the go. If you're on iTunes, make sure that you check, check us out on iTunes. Leave a comment. Subscribe to us on iTunes as well. And as I mentioned earlier, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have a channel now. We have videos now. Get in while the getting's good. <laughs> you want to get in on the ground floor. Dead End Sports is all over the place. Trust me. Trust me when I tell you that. Uh, six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Um, let's take it over to football real quick. Uh, the preseason is underway. Obviously, football season is in full swing. Um, we got to talking about quarterbacks on our video, uh, and which will be dropped, you know, probably in the next few days or so. Um, so, B, I'm gonna start with you, man. Who is the best? current NFL quarterback without a Super Bowl ring? Oh, Best quarterback without a Super Bowl. Well, I mean, is it, is, does it matter how many years they play or just anybody? No, it doesn't matter. I mean, just the person that you would deem the best. Uh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Okay. Because, I mean, he in my top five, and, and, and when I, the four that I said, you know, Peyton Manning, Brady, Rodgers, and Breeze, all of them got Super Bowl rings with the exception of Luck. And I had Luck at number five, so Andrew Luck. 
I say okay, Angelo. Okay, okay. And I would, and I also just an honorable mention. I would say um, your boy Matt Ryan, just for those two reasons that that FIFO said he got the IQ and the um, and what else was it, FIFO? It was something else. It was the what you said about quarterbacks that they, that they got. He got two of the three. I forgot. Um, what it was. I can't. He has an arm. Yeah, the he has arm an IQ and he has IQ arm. In that arm. But he don't got the... What was the third one? What was the third one, FIFA? Uh, I forgot. Dang. Dang. It was I, on our I video. It was on our video. Yeah. yeah, it was on our video. But anyway, yeah, he got two of those three. So I would probably say Matt Ryan. I mean, but Andrew Luck, definitely. I'd say Andrew Luck. Okay, okay. What about you, FIFA? Best quarterback right now without a Super Bowl ring. I, I I have to go with B, um, and mainly yep. because of um, you know I had Andrew Luck as my number five quarterback yep. as well, um, and, and realistically, you know when, when you look at the rest of the starting quarterbacks, you know after Andrew Luck, you know what I'm saying it's like like it, it really goes downhill. So realistically, he is the next best quarterback. Um, I, I you know I I agree with B with. Um, with Matt Ryan, I think one other person I could maybe throw in there, I would just want to see him win just because I feel like he's gotten better every year since he's been in the league is Cam Newton. Cam Newton, you know. Yeah. But 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 outside of those three guys, I, like the rest of them, I really don't care if they win. You roll the dice. Yeah. I just don't think that after you get out of out of those guys, it, it it just falls like Jay Cutler, Tony Romo, those guys. I, you know, you just can't trust them because it's Matthew Stafford. <laughs> yeah, Matthew we Stafford. know Matthew we don't trust Jay Cutler. Yeah, you know. So so for me, like I trust Cam Newton. I trust um um. What's our quarterback's name? Uh, Matt Ryan, and and I trust Andrew Luck. The rest of those guys, I don't trust them. So, but yeah. No doubt, no doubt. What what about you, Ken? Um, best quarterback without a Super Bowl ring. Oh uh, man, this is tough. Um, it is? I, I can't believe can't believe you guys are. are, are um, who? Andy Dalton. Go ahead, Ken. You know that's who you. Uh, <laughs> Why, why y'all not giving, you know, why you got why you got to, you know, poop on uh, Matthew Stafford, man? Like, dude can ball, well, That's man. the guy, Ken. Like, Ken like him. Ken like Matt Stafford. I forgot about him. <laughs> Ken, you know like what, man? I, about I don't know where it is. Ken, Ken, what is it if with your infatuation with Matthew Stafford? Yeah, he, Ken, Ken, like well, he ain't on your fantasy team because we hadn't picked, we hadn't picked players yet. Oh, I, you know, yeah, I've, I've had him the last two years. He balls out. But he's a Georgia boy, man. You know, he played at UTA, man. The ball, He can throw the ball, man. Um, I, I think you guys are disrespecting Tony Romo. Um, I, I think I think he's a he's a really great quarterback, minus those things that people talk about. Uh, but all jokes aside, I would probably go with Philip Rivers. Okay. Um, Philip Rivers uh, last year kind of came back on the map. He he had a a, a bad year the year before, and I think maybe the year before that. But prior to then, man, if you guys don't remember, Phillip Rivers was a yeah. ball. Like, but, yeah. but you know Rivers. what, Ken? Yeah. You know what? I, I, and I, can, I, I, I agree with that because when Phillip when Rivers is money, he looks just as good as Peyton Manning when he's money. 
But when Philip Rivers oh, is horrible, when when, when Philip Rivers is horrible, Ken, golly, he is just like terrible. When he's on, he's on. When he ain't on, yeah, when, when he's on, <laughs> he ain't yeah, even close to on, being on. <laughs> yeah, he 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 shows some he shows some small flashes of Peyton Manning a little bit, just a little a, a little snippet of it when he's on. But when he's horrible, yeah. Ken, you forget about how good he is when he's horrible, dude. So I I can give you Philip Rivers. I mean. He just yeah. the big games, the big games in the playoffs. Remember when him when he was with Nerve Turner and uh, LT, he choked a he choked. He didn't step up on some, on them big games, man. The playoffs where, where where we predicted for them to take the AFC and they did. So you know it, yeah, it goes but, to that trust factor. Yeah, but he I, did I, I like the performance though. Where against in the uh, against the Colts, remember what he had like a major yeah. injury, like his leg. Yeah, yeah, he had. Uh, he had. A, I think he had his knee scoped or something yeah. like he was playing on a bum knee. That, that, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Ralph. That's what I'm like. Yeah, he he can show some glimpses of, of, of some greatness of Peyton Manning when he's on. When he's when he's on the competitive, dude is a, he, he's a monster. But when he's bad, dog, he is just. It's like you'd be like, who is this quarterback I'm watching? He's terrible. Yeah, he he had that one bad year, but before then, man, like he was up there, like just like you guys said, his name was was mentioned. Uh, So if if you give me Philip Rivers, you give me Tony Romo, I mean, and and you know Matthew Stafford, you know, or Tony Romo and Philip Rivers, you know, I'm gonna take Philip Rivers because he he's been there, man, and and he's competed with the with the top quarterbacks in the league. So. See, like you said, you don't know when he's going to give you that game, but, you know, and hope is not in the playoffs. But uh, based on his playoff success, he's had it, uh, which is, you know, kind of a criteria that you guys like to judge people on. So uh, he's managed to win in the playoffs. So in the regular season, he's good. So, yeah, Phillip Rivers, man, I think he he would scare me out of all of of the remaining quarterbacks. He would scare me the most because I think he could drop down and score. And he has that attitude. Yeah, he has that gutsy attitude. Like, he wants to win. Yeah. Like, yeah, he do. Yep, he do. <laughs> hey, our boy Q said on, on Twitter, he said, there we go, overrating luck again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? I, I'm going to go with luck, too, man. I, I think okay. I think that kid is the real deal, man. I, yeah, luck, luck, is, luck is good, man. I think luck is the real deal. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, let's read back a couple of comments from Twitter, man. My man Ariel on Twitter said, he said, best quarterback without a Super Bowl ring? He said, Cam Newton. He said, what? Cam Newton. Any, anybody, any votes for Cam? I, I know. Yeah. I can see No. It. I love Cam Newton, but not, not no, man. What, what, come on, man. Like, no. Hey, 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 hey. hey. He has gotten better, Ken. He's gotten better every, every year. I'm not, and I'm, not, I'm not saying he hasn't. Hey, don't man, be mad because but... he's better than Andy and Tony. <laughs> <laughs> don't be mad. I don't know, man. I love Cam Newton, but best, we're talking about best quarterback left out of all the quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. Out of Super Bowl ring. Cam Newton? I don't know, man. I don't know. Not not yet. Not yet. Yeah, not over not Andrew yet. Luck. Not over Andrew. I still want because to see Cam you, with weapons. You you know what? I, I want to see Andrew Luck with weapons because cause let's be honest. Let's be honest. And, and Q, I already know you're going to call, so I already know you're listening. Yeah, Q needs you to call come in. at your boy. Q, Q definitely you needs to call come in. at your boy. Look. Q you said we're sleeping on Alex Luck. Smith. He just tweeted us. He said we're sleeping on okay, Alex okay. Smith. No, no, no. Stop. stop. <laughs> that, 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 that,
right now. Hey, hey if we're sleeping on Alex Smith too, I'm comatose. <laughs> look, look, Andrew Luck took over the worst team in the NFL and was a playoff team the next year. Only great quarterbacks can do that. And we're talking about a rookie did that. Oh, right. rookie. He came in. Yo, look, Pam Manning was there. They was winning 12-plus games every mm-hmm. year. Yep, every 12 games Manning a year. Was there. 12 plus games. He got hurt. Gone one year. The worst team. They drafted Andrew Luck. Next year, you make the playoffs. You Come on, man. Come on. Come on. He's number five on the list. You have the four elite in what order, whatever order you want to put those four guys. And then the next level is Andrew Luck, man. And, and you know what, FIFA? Everybody is tweeting in and saying Andrew Luck. Yeah, because he got deal. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. We got one. one I'm going to shout out my man Andrew on Twitter. He said RG3. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. Really? Andrew must be a Redskins fan. Yeah, I'd rather go with Phillips Rivers and Romo than, than, than over RG3 right now. Come on, now. No. Yeah, man. I, I'm not. Um, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Uh, no. Nah, yeah, it, I, I think it's luck, man. I, I think it's luck all day. Um. My man Spur23 in the chat room, he said, uh, he, he said, Nick Foles. I'm not sold yet on Nick Foles. And Nick I said, I, Foles? I, well, you know what it is, man? Nick Foles balled out of control last year. And I'm not going to knock Nick Foles for the type of season he had. How? They didn't have no film on him. They didn't have no film You got to look at like the a... competition that Nick Foles had. I mean, like, Nick Foles threw seven touchdown passes against the Raiders. I mean, come on, man. I think I could. So I know people could throw seven touchdown passes against the Raiders. So, right. I mean, and that's not going to make folds. But Kyle, that's, 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 because, that's because they didn't have no film on them, just like Cavern. I mean, not saying <laughs> exactly. they're the same way. Not, not saying they're the same quarterback, but, you know, once 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 them, once some defense they get, get film that on film you, right. on you, man, we're going we gonna to see what folds going to be about this year. Now, if he step up to the plate, then, you know, maybe he might be the real deal. But until then, hell no. Yeah, I, sorry, I, I don't sorry, know, man. I, yeah, I, I don't. I'm going. I'm going. Um, I'm going. Andrew Luck, then probably, uh, then probably uh, Rivers after that. And, and like B said, Rivers has been up and down. Hopefully, he stays up. But um, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Phone number to call in six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Let's jump to the phone lines, man. We got eight oh four calling in. This is our boy, the six man, my man QQ. What up? Oh. <laughs> what up, Q? What up, Q? What you got for us tonight, man? <laughs> I'm talking about Andrew Luck. All Andrew right. Luck, Q. Come on, man. Andrew Luck, but he's nice, but and the what? Any uh, any answer other than Matt Ryan is invalid. Like really? I don't think anybody said Matt Ryan. I said I said Matt Ryan. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, okay, B said it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yes. I didn't any I answer other than Matt Ryan is invalid. Like really, Matt Ryan has been on the cusp of taking his team to the next level every time, and his defense fails him or somebody drops the pass. It's like he can't do much more. Andrew Luck is there. See, there are two types of players. 
there are people who play the position the way the position is meant to be played, and there are those who transcend the position and do whatever they have in their skill set and their athleticism to make their team win. You've seen it with the Michael Vicks, the Aaron Rodgers, and I think Aaron, Aaron uh, Andrew Luck is going down that path. Don't get me wrong, the dude can ball. But, I mean, I just think, man, Matt Ryan, bro, like, you got to think about it. Dude has been there consistently. Q, Q, let me ask you this, right? This, this, this is what we're going to do. We, we're going to have a Q&A session. I'm, 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 I'm going to give you a question <laughs> and you answer that. This, this, this is what we're going to do. Who has a better arm between Matt Ryan and Andrew Luck? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you that look. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that look on that one. Who, who, who's more physical out of the two? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Who, who, who's a better athlete out of the two? Uh-huh. That's Andrew. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not done yet. Let's, let's not done yet. Let's uh, man, I, Matt Ryan is I think good, bro. What do you mean? No, no, no. All right. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's equal. I think it's equal. Oh, no, I think no, it's, it's not equal. equal. Well, look, it could go either way. I, I, I think they're close. I think, I think it's like yeah, forty-seven no, to fifty-three. Exactly. They, it, it's around equal. I think it's very debatable. Yeah. Now, now, we talked about the four major things that make a quarterback a quarterback, and Andrew Luck has three out of the four, so I don't see how you're giving it to Matt Ryan. Here's why I'm giving it to Matt Ryan. The reason why I'm giving it to Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan been doing this too long, bro. He's been doing this too long. And that, every time, that's irrelevant. Why, every time he's right there, every time I've seen Matt Ryan lose, it's never been really his fault. In the in the playoffs, from what I've seen. Whoa! I don't know. Whoa! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! A quick question, and, I, and I'm just going off memory. When 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 wasn't the Falcons up on on San Fran in the uh, NFC Championship game? Yep. The defense was horrible. B. Come on. Yeah, but who no, 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 no. But, but, but let, let me let me let me jump in real quick. Take it from a Falcons fan, a guy who watched Matt Ryan every every week. Uh, yeah, that game that they played against the Giants a couple of years ago in the playoffs, where the Falcons only scored two points. Matt Ryan. Sucks. So, is that thing, yeah. thing, but but I'm just saying. Oh, they, 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 yeah, they they was up against San Fran. Didn't the defense held San Fran to like a low point in the first half? In the first half. But all they needed was one touchdown. All they needed was one touchdown in that second half. half. But all they needed was one touchdown in that second half, and they would have held them off. One that's touchdown. That's all they needed. Yeah, that's all they needed. One touchdown. Matt Ryan can't do that. But Matt when it always that. came down to it, though, here's what I'm trying to say. Okay. When it all when it always came down to it, dog, who dropped the pass at the end of the game? Matt Ryan can't make the receiver catch the pass. Of it, was a, it was a of catchable ball. All right, but 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 here but here's the thing too. Going against Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan has two Pro Bowl wide receivers. He's had a pro, arguably the greatest tight end to ever play the last the past two three years. You know what I'm saying? Matt Ryan has a lot more talent around him. Andrew Luck has gotten the worst team to the playoffs his rookie right. year. Come Without on, Reggie Wayne close. last year. Exactly. It, it's, it's not close. I love Matt Ryan, too, but, yo, it is not close. Andrew Luck is that guy. Yep. 
I think I think y'all are living in the moment because what I saw last <laughs> year in the playoffs was the Chiefs defense depleting. They ain't had nothing to do with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck sucked that game. And it was well, and where, where was, where was, was Matt Ryan was, in the playoffs last year? He was watching, Ryan, just like man. me and you. Hey, hey, Ken, Ken, you know that's my squad, but hey, I got to keep it real. That's, that's not real fair. Show. You know he lost the whole damn team. Look, bro, Andrew Luck against those Chiefs, Alex Smith balled out. He did everything he could. His safeties, his cornerbacks, his D-line was absolutely dying. On the field, every time, every time he looked up, somebody was getting carted off. Somebody was getting walked out. Somebody had a limp, and he couldn't do nothing. So Andrew Luck took advantage and was playing against second string corners and second string D linemen. So of course he's gonna come back. You know, I'm not gonna take it away and be like, oh, it's just a comeback because that was a great comeback. But I think it was more just the Chiefs did what the Colts gave them. It's been Colts. They just gave the game away because all the guys fell down. Basically, that's all it was, in my opinion. But Answer this, Q. What were the two best defenses last year in the NFL? Seattle, and I think it was. Um, oh man, they're both in the same division. San Fran. Yeah, Seattle, San Fran, correct. Hey, who's the only who's the only quarterback in the NFL to beat both of those teams last year? I'll wait. <laughs> Playoffs and regular season, two different things. That's my argument. I'm sticking to it. The playoffs, y'all, man, I like Andrew Luck. You're not going to be too I'm not a hater. I'm just saying you got to give Matt Ryan his, his due and realize that the only time is, well, I'm going to be honest, he did get embarrassed by Green Bay, but, that, but the defense has always let Matt Ryan down, and he's never been put in, in a position where when it, when it comes down to crunch time, his receivers don't come through. Like, didn't Roddy drop the pass against San Fran when it was, like, a minute left? I mean, but that's typical. That's Seattle. what Roddy does. Seattle okay, almost so, came so let back. Okay, so let me throw this San out to Let me throw this out to you guys because okay. my man, uh, Zero Dark 30, shout out to Zero Dark 30 on Twitter. He said, Colin Kaepernick. What about Kaepernick? No. <laughs> Hell no. No. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> likes Kaepernick. Stop it. No. No, Kaepernick has been exposed. Yeah, he got exposed. He exposed. Yeah, he's limited. He's a limited quarterback, but he's still. But in the league, he's still a, a, a very good. I don't want to say great, but he's still a very good quarterback. Because uh, it, it, welcome, it, be, well, hey, I look, say look, he's look. serviceable. I say he's a serviceable whoa, 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 quarterback. Whoa, whoa. No, Andy Dalton is serviceable. Colin Kaepernick, you, because because you can't gain. <laughs> look, 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 look. When it comes to the quarterback position. What makes quarterbacks great is things that you cannot stop, regardless of what it is. Peyton Manning, you can't stop his brain. You, he just knows what you're doing, right? With Colin Kaepernick, you just can't stop him by, from running. You, can, you can't game plan for it. We can try to keep you here. We can, he's going to do something special because he's a special athlete. When you have quarterbacks like, like Andy Dalton, when you have the right defense, when you have – um, um, shit. When, look, when you have a serviceable quarterback, you can tame that person. You know what I'm saying? You cannot tame Colin Kaepernick week in, week out. You just can't do it. Not week in, week out. Certain, certain teams, 
like a Seattle? Yes. You could tame that. Cincinnati, because of that defense? Yes, they could probably tame them. But, man, you, look, week in, week out, you, you can't stop Kaepernick, yo. Let's just be honest. Let, let's give him that. You cannot stop this guy every single week because you just can't. I mean, Wait Baltimore stopped him. <laughs> Baltimore stopped Kaepernick. I say, look, I didn't say every week. I didn't say every week. I just, all I'm trying to say, I, with all due respect to your opinion, Colin Kaepernick is a fraud. I'm going to just be real. In all due respect to your opinion, this is just my personal opinion. I don't like Colin Kaepernick that, that much. Every time I see him, I just think of, man, this guy really can't throw. Like, like, like to me, the dude can't, can't throw the ball. And when you take away his legs and you close the lanes up, yeah, he might get that 120-yard run. But what's a bunch of highlights when you ain't getting no playoff wins or no rings when it really matters? I don't care if he ran for 50, for 50 yards. You still got to score the ball. So if he only, if he's only getting three points out of, out of it and if they lose the game, yeah, you didn't stop him that play. But guess what? In the ultimate uh, road to the Super Bowl, he's been stopped. And I don't see him ever getting one because he doesn't have the IQ for it. He just doesn't. Oh. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm glad you mentioned IQ because when you say he can't throw the ball, boy, I, I always use it for me because I always smack you upside of the head like your name was Carl. <laughs> because, because yo, let, 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 let's be honest. In terms of arm <laughs> talent, you can't name three or four quarterbacks more arm talented than Kaepernick. Kaepernick got a, a, a fucking bazooka attached to that shoulder. The His problem is IQ being settled in the pocket going through progression. It's not the arm. And, and then the other thing, too, he didn't make it to the Super Bowl. And let's just not say it was only because of the defense. Yes, the defense plays a major part. They have top three defense, you know, the last almost a decade. The last five, six years, they've had a top three defense. So, I, so, so of course, he's riding that coattail a little bit. But let's be honest. There's a lot of quarterbacks that you wouldn't want if you had Colin Kaepernick. You know, it's, it's it's like there's some elite quarterbacks, some dudes that aren't that much elite, but he's better than half of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Let's be honest. Let's give him that. Um, wait a minute. Let me jump in here. Am, am I the only one remember Colin Kaepernick from from last year? Uh, I, he didn't he didn't light up the the, the field last year, if, if I'm not mistaken. No, he didn't. All right, I think he had, and, and we can pull up some stats. As a matter of fact, I got him. After week week one, he, he 127 yards passing, 150, 167, 113. He finally got the 252. Then he was back to 199. He only had two games where he passed over 300 yards. But okay, wait, 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 hold on, okay. But 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 here's the thing. Just like Seattle, is San Francisco not known as a run first team? And oh, secondly, oh. wait 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 wait. And secondly, oh. wasn't almost all of his weapons in and out of the lineup last year? And above all of that, did he not only throw only eight interceptions? So come on, man. He's give, not give, give a man some just do. He's throwing some check down passes on, 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 to to Frank Gore and his tight end. 
Of course he's only going to throw eight, eight touchdown passes. But, oh, now, now all of a sudden you want to use the running game in the defense when it applies to Colin Kaepernick. But when I bring it up with Russell Wilson, oh, well, you know what? Hey, oh, uh, hey, nah, no, Kenny. Uh, hey, here we go again. Talk about it. <laughs> yep, yep. Talk about that. I'm just uh, saying. I'm calling six four six. Four seven eight zero three five six. You're listening to an argument on Dead Sports. I'm your old twelve, Kyle. Tell them my partners in crime, man. He's my boys, B, Ken, and FIFA. We got our boy Q on the line calling in uh, from Virginia. Um, and the reason why I, I made the comment about this because one of the, the topics that's going to be on our video uh, that when it comes out is going to be uh, <clears throat> what was what was the topic? It was on the top. No, most overrated quarterback. And when I tell you, we talked about it on camera, and then we probably argued about it off camera, off camera for at least a half hour. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Q. Finish, finish your point. What, what were you saying about um, but, I think you were talking about Kaepernick. But my point on Kaepernick is that he got exposed. And okay. before, anyone, before anyone interjects, I want to give all respect to his game. I want to I'm say I'm very proud of you, came from nothing, and turned himself into something. Get your money. Do what you do. But just know that as a quarterback, I think you're a flash in the pan. The same way I think RG3 is a flash in the pan. I Ooh. think that people come oh. in into the league, people don't have film on you. Then when you run, everyone's like, oh, I didn't realize he was that fast. Now I guess we got a game plan for it next year. And then when the defense is completely locked up on you, you see what happens to the RG3s. I don't care what happened about the injury. He still wasn't throwing good. You saw what happened to Kaepernick. He got exposed. Every team knew that they were going to run the option. Yeah, he might have got maybe those those one highlights per game, but they were not springing him every time like he was that year when he took over for Alex Smith. And when it comes to playing the quarterback position, I said there are two types. There are those who just play the position the way it's meant to be played, and there are those mm-hmm. that use God-given gifts to get it done. Kaepernick had one year to do that. But you also have to have the IQ and the athleticism. He doesn't have the IQ. To me, he's like he's like diet, he is diet Michael Vick. That's what he is to me. <laughs> and he doesn't even have half the arm. He doesn't even have half the arm as him. I'm being so serious, like, he doesn't even have half the arm as big. So it's like this dude is on a one-year plan for me as a quarterback that I was supporting for one year. But I told everybody, I was like, all right, watch, everyone's going to be locking this kid down. You saw him against Carolina. He made maybe, like, one or two runs that game that went for maybe over, like, 20 yards. That's cool. But when it came down to the wire, he got it done for sure. But he wasn't the same as, as the first year. And it will be continue and we will continue to see his decline in my personal opinion. That once you get film on someone like Nick Foles, I'm an Eagles fan. Nick Foles about to get exposed so bad this year and I'm gonna feel so bad because yep. we should have just yep. we should have just tanked and got Mariota, but everyone wants to know sign the Nick Foles to a ten year No, stop it. Yeah, you won't get exposed because you don't have the body for this. You're not built for, for, for this type of competition. Kaepernick, you a great guy, but once all this hype is done and San Francisco gets exposed and the whole coaching staff gets blown up, then we'll see him in a in a, in a backup position very soon. Same same thing as RG three. So yep. that's my that, that's my, that's my take 
hope I didn't offend any, any anybody, but you already know <laughs> Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is the man, and he will continue to show people that rings is going to mean more than highlights. And that's my piece for this week, man. You got hey, anything Q. else for tonight, Q? I ain't got none of those. I think somebody had a question. What's up? Oh, we have hey, a um, who, uh, Ken, who's the most? For Q? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. Who's your most overrated quarterback in the NFL right now? <laughs> oh, this guy. Uh, hey, man, you know, I just want to know. Okay. Hey, man. What? Hey, man. What do you say? Oh, hey, man. Hang on. 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 Uh, I, I mean, my, 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 one of my one of my homies say the same thing, so that's why I asked, was it because it's playoff record? Playoff wow. record, but it's not right. You getting Peyton Manning's head, he's done. But how many teams get in Peyton Manning's head? That's the question. Well, the Seahawks. You only got one <laughs> ring. A lot of teams have. So, but you know, respect to Peyton Manning. He is one of the best. But, but he, he, he he the, okay, I, I feel what you're saying, Q. But he, his. What you just said, the statement that you made is problematic for me because when people say you only have one ring, there's only there's only one champion every year. I mean, it's not like – and let's just keep it real. It's harder to win a ring in football in the NFL than it is in, in, in the NBA or, or Major League Baseball because the turnover is just so crazy and it, the sport is so crazy because of the violence of the sport – I mean, mm-hmm. all it takes you is have, for like, you to lose your starting quarterback. You're done. Yeah. If you, you have if, a dream if Aaron Rodgers goes the down, the Packers season. don't have. I'm sorry. Go ahead, B. No, I, I just I would just say you can have a dream season one year and a nightmare season the next year. Exactly. Or the other way around. That's why you have so yeah. many teams that go from worst to first. I t- I've been telling people since everything's lined up for them. People have been talking about the NFC South, and and to me, the team to beat in the NFC South is not the Saints. It's not the Panthers. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. They haven't. And normally, when there's a turnover and there's a new coach, those are the teams that excel. And they were the, the worst team in the division last year. And this is a division that consistently goes from worst to first. So mm-hmm. I, I just oh, you know, to uh, say he's only got out. one ring. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that would chop their hands off to get that ring. Let me get the let me clarify real quick before I, I, I take off. I gotta go. But when I mean only one ring, here's what I mean. Put it in context. With the Olympian heights that people put Peyton Manning on, with mm-hmm. the amount of accolades that people will always throw in your face when you say, I mean, well, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, he got two. Or oh, it doesn't matter. It's the team. Look at what Peyton Manning did. If Peyton Manning is such an amazing quarterback, and I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just because you're overrated doesn't mean right, you can't yeah. So you let's be real here. Here's what I'm saying. You know, I say you only got one ring. When you have all these compliments, all these actively um, people saying, "Oh, he's he's one of the greatest. He's top ten of all time." Statistically, yeah, that may be true. But in the league today, people will always be on his job and say, "Oh man, Peyton Manning is the greatest as a quarterback right now." But he only has one ring. And here's what I'm saying. That separates, to me, one ring 
when you when you're calling him a top ten quarterback of all time, when you got people like but Joe Montana in there, it don't make no sense to me. It's just like Q, what? Q, you can't have it both ways though, bro. You can you can't say that Matt Ryan exactly. is great and that people drop passes and that his defense let him down. Name me a top ten defense that Peyton Manning's ever played with, bro. Peyton Manning's never had a top fifteen defense, man. He's had pass rushers. But as a defense, as a complete, come on, so you can't have it both ways. Football no, no. is the ultimate team sport regardless of the position that you play because you can have the best quarterback and not win the Super Bowl because of other mm-hmm. factors. So, so, so well, Matt Ryan isn't that, great. Matt Ryan's just, just the best right now with no ring. Clarify that. So what I'm saying is that Peyton Manning, he is a great quarterback. I never said he wasn't a great quarterback. There are people who think that LeBron is overrated, but he's still Ooh. great to Who them. thinks LeBron is overrated? Oh, my. Go, go on Twitter, type in Le- LeBron, be like, you know that's where you I, get it. I, so I, like, I just love the trolls, and I, 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 I try exactly. to stay away from trolls. You feel me? <laughs> so it's just like, I'm saying I have respect for Peyton Manning. I think he is a good quarterback. I think he's a fantastic quarterback, actually. But when it comes to all the amount of praise, this is strictly off of public perception. When it comes to the amount of praise that he gets, I'm just like, bro, I mean, he's not better than Tom Brady. I mean, you got to see what Tom Brady done. Like, Tom Brady right. a dynasty, dog. Yeah, but he cheated. Dangerous. <laughs> Fuck the Patriots. Fuck the Patriots. That's my last word. Fuck the Patriots, man. <laughs> hey, well, as always, Q, man, we thank you for calling in, man. We definitely appreciate the love, brother. All right, man. Rest in peace. All right, man. Please, we'll next week. Let's jump to the phone lines. 646-478-0356 is the phone number to call. Call in and holler at us, man. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle, joined by my co-host. You know I'm from Dead End Hip Hop. You know I'm from Dead End Sports. Can't be in FIFO. Uh, Let's jump to the phone lines, man. Oh, I know this number right here. 843. Looks like this is the man who gave life to me, ladies and gentlemen. My dad. Dad, what's up? Hey, Kyle. <laughs> I finally got on your, got to catch your yeah, show. Yeah, finally, Dad. We've only been on the air for a year, and you finally called in. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I was listening to uh, your man, Q, and I was thinking while he was talking, uh, you got to give the brother some love, because while he was talking, I was thinking, Moreno never won the Super Bowl. And I'm quite sure all you guys would agree that he's one of the, the top 20 best of all time, maybe the best, top right. 10. Uh, yeah. He never won a Super Bowl. Did he, I think he only went one time. Yeah, he only and went his, right, and that was know, his rookie year. Now, as far as Peyton's concerned, I was pulling against him last year because I didn't want him to equal Eli. I, okay. You know, I want Eli to be always one better than him. Uh, but also, I'm going to give Peyton some props because he is – an outstanding quarterback. That I, I like his mind better than his skills. He's a thinking quarterback. He makes the, he 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 very you know unless he gets rattled or something like that, unless he gets a little overconfident, he doesn't make too many mistakes. I mean, he was just overwhelmed this past uh, this past Super Bowl. Well. I don't care if they had Johnny U resurrected and twenty nine years old, he would have beat this. Uh, Seahawks this past year. Okay. I don't think anybody would have. Because okay. those guys, that defense was just that dominant. Uh, and also, I was thinking, well, this is way before you guys' time. Why you tell them never won uh, championship? And he was hmm. one of the best of all times. I mean, there's plenty of guys that were great 
that never want you know you want you know the American public uses that because the American public is based upon winners. Right. And uh, I just want to share this with you and the rest of your crew. I had college, you know, I'm coaching nine and ten year olds. I've got the offense quarterbacks, and uh, yesterday. After our practice, I saw, well, before our practice, actually, something happened I would not, I could never have anticipated. We had an African-American parent pull her kid off of our team because our coaching staff was three-fourths white. Wow. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We had a parent, an African-American parent, pull her kid off of our squad because the staff was three-fourths white. She did not know any of us. I coached, I've been with the head coach since I returned to coaching four or five years ago. He and Kyle competed against each other in high school. Of course, you don't remember Kyle. Kyle remember him because he's an offensive lineman. Kyle he remembers me. He remembers me. <laughs> he was worried about, he was worried about uh, that big John Q taking his head off. He wasn't worried about you. Right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, since I've been around this guy, and believe me, I'm very sensitive to anybody that has racist feelings. I can pick up on it. I had never. In fact, one of the things that impressed me about him was on one or two occasions we were together after a game or just happened to be out running each other somewhere, and he ran into somebody from either a high school classmate or a former teammate, and you would have thought that these guys were brothers. And it wasn't, you know, it was genuine. So he's, he's and, not he's not racist or anything like that. So so no, why did the parent no. did the parent give any reason as to why she took her child off your team? Her reason was that she didn't think he'd be treated fairly. Hey. Well, that's her loss. Or, or his loss, for that matter. Well, I lost too. I understand the kid was talented, but you know, I, I and I was a few minutes late getting there, and it was already done before I got there. But from what I gather, it's it wouldn't have made a difference. I really can't understand. I think I really can't understand why in this day and age, especially our people, you know, because this kid's going to miss a year of football, and from what the recreation director said he might be banned from city sports this year. Wow. And, you know, that's terrible. But it's even more terrible for a parent in 2014. And, it's you know, to me, if I had some suspicions, I would have let you at least stay for a week or two. I didn't like Jones. Right. I think the thing is that you have to remember that, you know, people, especially nowadays, people are crazy. And that's about the easiest way I can quantify it, black, white, green, yellow, purple, whatever color they are. People are crazy. So you have to kind of let them be who they are. Um, as far as, as far as like some of the things we were talking about earlier, um, uh-huh. when, you, when you think about who do you think is the best quarterback without a Super Bowl ring? Probably Marino. No, no, no. I mean current, current quarterbacks. Current. current? Quarterbacks. Oh boy. Uh, 
we see who Romo and who else. Luck has been the cons- luck has been seems to be the consensus for everybody. Luck. Yeah. Um, luck hasn't been the league long enough for me. Luck hasn't been in the league long enough for me. Rivers. Would you say that? Luck hasn't been in the league long enough for me to to even put that label on him. I really don't even put him in the top ten right now because he's only got two seasons. Okay. And, you know, I, I, and he's I've always, and he's always had a good. He's had a. He's had a good. He's always had good receivers and good offensive people around him, and he's had a decent defense. You know, uh, with him also. So, but you know, even though I hate Dallas, I'm, I'm going to give uh, Tony Romo some. I, I'm not going to use that word love with him. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, cause you don't but, like uh, Romo. You don't like Dallas. I don't like Dallas. My two favorite teams are the Giants and whoever's playing the Cowboys. Uh, right. But I got to give credit where credit's due. Romo, why was his fault? But he, to me, is probably the best dude that's without a ring right now. And I okay. hope he retires that way. Oh, he will. I really do. Well, I tell all my Dallas friends, that as long as the owner doesn't have sense enough to fire the general manager, they're going to be they're in trouble. And the problem is the <laughs> owner is a general manager. <laughs> so also, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely. On, on, uh-huh. on that on that thing with Tony Stewart that you guys I saw okay, posted yeah. earlier, I really and I think I posted online. Yeah, uh, those guys are really really competitive. They're tough. But they're not – I've never seen or even heard one of those guys being interviewed where I'd say that they're outwardly vicious or dangerous. Those guys all go out there to win, but they don't go out there to cripple because they know that's whoever's livelihood just like it's their livelihood, and they don't go out to try and harm anybody. I really believe that this was an unfortunate accident because what fool in their right mind is going to hit somebody with a – car going well over 100 miles an hour. Right. I don't care if it, you know, you're not going to do that because I don't I, I don't at, know that he did it on purpose, but I think him. I think the the thing that we talked about and you you heard us earlier, I think the thing that we we had concerns about is the fact that this guy is somebody who has a temper and maybe for that split second he said I'm going to show this guy and maybe not with the malicious intent to hit him, but maybe to scare him or shake him and maybe he just he got too close. Now, no, and I, I hope I'm wrong. I think you, I think you are wrong because uh, even if you got a temper, you still know what you're dealing with. You know that you're dealing with a machine that is as powerful as that machine is, and you know that you're dealing with death if you even come close. Uh, so you know you're not even gonna you're not even gonna take that chance because it's it's too iffy about what you could do to somebody else, and you don't want to you know. Uh, one thing, I, I'm not a NASCAR fan, but I will have to say this much about the drivers. Those guys are, they've got great attitudes and they're pros. They've got really positive professional approaches to their craft. And because of that, i gotta give him, I got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. All right. Well, you got anything else for us tonight, Dad? Not that I can think of. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a pleasure. Tell you guys, you know, I've enjoyed uh, the videos I've seen. Uh, you guys are very talented. You work real well together. 
And, uh, you know, you guys, you got something good going on. Keep it up. Oh, thank you, man. Definitely will. And, and you agree with me the most, right? Okay, well, all right. See what you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one you got? Hey, Steve hey, Kyle. Was it Steve you know what, Ken, 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 he did say after the first week, he said, that guy Ken looks like he plays football or something. <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah, that, was camera, hey, that was the camera. That was the camera. Well, he looks like, he does, he does like an athlete. <laughs> now, now, yeah. now, my boy on the far right end with the glasses. He's like me. He's on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, and he said he said we need to let B talk more. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, well, thanks for calling in, Dad. We definitely appreciate it, man. I will be, I'll, 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 I'll call I'll you in the morning. More often. Okay, I'll be with you more frequently. All right, so All right. looking forward to All it. Right. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Phone number to call in, 646-478-0356. Shout out to my dad for calling in. I've been, he, he, he's been saying he's going to call in, and he never does, but I definitely appreciate him for calling in. Uh, 646-478-0356. Um, yes, we talked. Okay, so now the, the the season, obviously the preseason is underway. Um, the first preseason game, first everybody's got one. Well, actually the Giants and the Buffalo Bills already have two games under their belt. Um FIFA, what, what what were your your takes? Anything stood out for you um, for the first week of uh, the preseason in the NFL? Um, that I wish that we would have dropped the overrated quarterback um, video before uh, the first preseason week because when, when, when I said Manziel was overrated, <gasps> based off of I hadn't seen anything, and he answered right. all of the questions that I had. Can't try to kill you for it too. <laughs> yeah, he did. But but look, I, again I, in the video, I prefaced it by saying, based on what everybody's saying, that he's going to lead him to a championship. I didn't see all that, and for me, he just I had to see him in an NFL setting to see how quick he was against NFL talent to see what his arm looked like against NFL talent. Granted, it wasn't against the. You know the first team offense or defense. He didn't, he didn't play with either one, but I just needed to see him in an NFL setting, and he answered my question. I think he has an NFL arm. I'm not saying he has the greatest arm, but he had his arm is strong and accurate enough to play in this league, and he's a lot quicker than I thought he was. At least you know because <clears throat> let's be honest, Kyle, you 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 you've played all the way up to you know saying Division One college football. So you know when you watch film it, it, with kids before high school, when they go to high school, it's just a jump in speed. When you go to college, just on film, it's a jump in speed. The right. NFL is a jump in speed. So what I've seen of Manziel in college, I was like, okay, I see what you're doing, but I have to see it against NFL bodies. And what I mm-hmm. saw was he's good enough to be in the NFL. And that was always my question. I didn't believe in his arm. And I'm not saying that, like, I, I think he has the greatest arm, but it's good enough. He's good enough. And that was my question. So I saw that Johnny Manziel is good enough to play in this league. So I just want to see the rest of what he does now. That was my biggest thing. Okay. Okay. Ken, <laughs> what, what, what was your uh, takeaways from uh, the first week of preseason? Well, um, I, I, I have to admit, man, I'm, I'm not 100% with well, – okay, I'll tell you. My takeaway was that Johnny Manziel will start week one. Um, I okay. I said this on Twitter. 
Yeah, Seth is on Twitter. Follow your boy at KBNG uh, on Twitter, uh, K-B-I-N-G-E. But, um, you know, I sent this on Twitter, man, and after watching that game, and it's not what Johnny did on the field that led me to that belief. It's what transpired when he walked off the field. When people just got up and they just started leaving. I even turned the damn TV off. I was even watching a preseason football game, and I'm not going to sit right. and watch preseason football game. So the the attention around it the, the, is what is leading me to believe that he would start because there wasn't a lot of separation between him and the Hoyer um, in that game, but I think Hoyer was pressing a little bit more to really go out and impress because he's really trying to keep Johnny Manziel off and give – um, the coach is a reason to validate him as the number one starter um, over Johnny Manziel because if it happens and he plays the way he played, um, you know, against the Detroit Lions, then people are going to go for his, his neck and the Cleveland organization neck if Warriors out there and Johnny Manziel isn't out there. So Hoyer has to go out there and he has to show out. He has to channel Peyton Manning. So it can be without a doubt the right decision, at least for week one. But... Johnny Manziel, you know, he, he, he did, he surprised me a, a little bit, but not by much because he's going to run. Kaepernick runs, Russell Wilson runs, Michael Vick, Lord knows he's damn near 40 and he's still running. So, <laughs> right. You're not going to impress me with running because you can get people with you running, with running. Um, the little short passes, you know, they were accurate, they were on point, you know, um, so I'll give him credit for that, but he was accurate, you know, in college. Um, it was against the second string. So let's see how he does against um, first-string talent. And then I think we can have a real good determination on what Johnny Manziel will be able to do. Because i tell you what, one thing, when when they called that damn run play and Johnny Manziel thought he was going to get around that corner on fourth on third and one, <laughs> yes, sir. And, and he ran into two blue shirts, that's what he's going to see um, a lot. So, um, so yeah, man, I, I think Johnny Manziel, though, will be the start of week one because I think outside forces will force them to put him in the starter, starting uh, as the number one quarterback, especially if Poirier doesn't show uh, separate himself in any of these preseason games. Okay, okay, okay. Ken, Ken we know how Ken feels about Manziel. What, what stood out to you, B, uh, during the uh, first week of the preseason? Um, that. Uh, damn, we need to work on my Lions need to work on their damn defense. I know I tell you that. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ, man. God, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be another one of them teams that, you know, we I guess we're gonna I guess with our offensive weapons that we got, we're gonna try to race you to thirty five, I guess. I, I don't know. It's just God, man, it's we, our secondary and linebackers. Even though like I said, that was mostly second string and third string, but they was doing so much stupid stuff and penalties. I'm like Y'all killing me, Lions. I'm like, this is this is about to be another stressful season for me watching my my Detroit Lions, and I'm just like, oh god, I better mentally get prepared for it. Um, another 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 person who looked good was Blake Bortles. I think Blake Bortles. Yeah, he looked, did. Looked he good. did. But uh, Jacksonville, that was that was one. I, mostly quarterbacks. Um, it's another one for um, Arizona. I think he played for Arizona. I think he was on Arizona uh, rookie team or. Oh, rookie. No, 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 no. I think it was like a rookie or something. Somebody for Arizona. It, it, it was I can't remember the damn name, but I thought he looked good. He had he had a good showing out. Um, yeah, and, and Blake Bortles. I think Blake Bortles is 
you know, you get him some weapons, some offensive weapons over there at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is just so sorry, but I don't know if he got any weapons, but you get Blake Bortles some weapons, man. I, I think he's ready. I, I think dude is, like, really, really ready coming into the league and try to make a, you know, make a, a at least a small impact with what he got with Jacksonville. So, Blake Bortles, I mean, I know in the, in the, in the draft, I thought he was probably one of the most uh, pro-ready QBs coming out, you know, mm-hmm. besides Bridgewater, until Bridgewater had a horrible pro day. But um, other than that, I thought Blake Bortles was one of the most pro-ready quarterbacks. So, seeing him put up a nice – I think he was like, what, like 7 or 9 for 11 or something like that. He had a, he had a good showing out. So, Blake Bortles, that was that was a, a good a – good. it was like – I you feel like, yes, yeah, what up? I was going to say, you, you kind of alluded to it. Um, another thing I took away was they're going to call a lot of damn penalties this year, even more yeah, than yeah. last year. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, they cra- they they really trying to crack down on a lot of stuff. Um, it's very ticky-tacky from what I've seen, man. I just I, – I really feel like football is getting softer by the year. It just, it just is. It's just the reality. Yep. Yeah, people, you actually stole my thunder, man. That that was the biggest takeaway that I had from the weekend, not necessarily from individual performances, but man, the the officiating. I mean, and and they said that there was going to be a uh an emphasis on illegal contact, uh defensive holding. I mean, I, obviously, let's just keep it real. It is truly an offensive league. And, you know, they they want to see offenses put up points. They don't want to – the NFL brass does not want to see, you know, seven to three, seven to three um, games or ten to seven games like that. They want to see Peyton Manning put up 300 yards. They want to see Brady put up 300. They want to see that. They want to see Colin Kaepernick scrambling around. They want to see offenses be able – but, I mean, I was watching – I want to say it was the Giants and Steelers game or it was on, like, tape delay or whatever on NFL Network. And I kid you not, there was one sequence where there was seven plays that transpired and there were penalty flags on every single play. I don't know how you can get through a game, you know, through in game speed if you're throwing flags every other play. And, I mean, I, I understand. I get it. I get that it's the preseason. And in this particular instance that I'm talking about, it was – I don't know, third quarter, so, you know, you got guys who are playing that probably aren't going to make the team. I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, man, you got to be kidding me. Like, no, I've never seen I've never seen a situation where you had seven penalties, seven consecutive penalties on consecutive, but I've never seen that before in my life. Um, I, I'll say this much, and I understand the emphasis on it. They better be careful because fans don't want to see that. That's, that slows the game down. And, I mean, in theory, it's just like when we talked about it during basketball season. You really a, – an a NBA ref probably could call a foul every time down the court, honestly. He probably could, especially when you're dealing with big guys in the paint and stuff like that. But that being said, I think, you know, you, you got to let guys play. And like FIFO said, man, it's, it's softening up the game. And I, and I understand the whole thing with concussions, and I, I get it. I agree with it. I understand why you're doing it. You're, you're you're trying to protect the players because the players obviously obviously won't protect themselves. That being said, I don't think there's any call for you to throw seven seven consecutive flags on on, on any offensive series. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out as it goes forward. You know, with the NF with the um, into the season. 
Um, I'm not a fan of the whole moving the kicker back for the extra point. I, that's dumb to me. And I know they're just doing it for a trial for the uh, preseason. That's just dumb to me. I mean, put the, put the ball on the two-yard line, and, you know, unless you're going to make people go for it, you know, just I, I don't think, you know, those I'm, – I'm all for enhancing the game. I don't think you need to tamper with what has gotten you here. And a lot of that stuff has gotten um, – you know, gotten the NFL where they are today. So, um, as far as Manziel, I and, and I text. Uh, we, we were texting during the game. I watched the game, and funny uh, and funny as it sounds, Manziel actually uh, garnered. I saw. I read this yesterday that the NFL Network had the, that that particular game with the Lions and the uh, Browns. Um, had, was the highest-rated preseason game that NFL Network's ever had. And, I mean, obviously it's strictly because of Johnny Manziel because, trust me, any other time we wouldn't have been sticking around to watch the Lions' third and fourth string play. Um, I thought he looked good, and, and I thought he looked okay. And, you know, he, he had some overthrows. He had some throws that were on the money in the pocket. He got outside of the pocket. He ran a little bit. I just don't know that that running around stuff. And, and like Ken said, he learned real quick, you know, that – momentum where he can run outside and turn the corner with that work at Texas A&M, it don't work in the NFL because you got defensive linemen that are just as fast as you are. So, you know, he and he's going to have to learn to slide feet first and not head first so that he doesn't have to take those shots. But um, I thought he was okay. You know, not, and one of my boys texted me. He was like, man, you hating, you hating no old Johnny Manziel. I'm not hating no Manziel. I would like to see the kid do well, but – I don't know. I, I don't know how he fits into the into the grand scheme of things. And I, I much like Ken, if you draft a quarterback that high, at some point in time you got to put him out there. So I think he's going to start. You know, whether or not he's ready to start, I don't know. And it's not like he's in an easy division either. So we we will definitely see the phone number to call in. Area code six four six four seven eight zero three five six again six four six. Four seven eight zero three five six. We got about man, man, about three. Man, this show is going by so fast. About three minutes left. You know what? We hadn't done this in a while. Let's do some parting shots. Um, I'll put you on the spot, Ken. Give me your parting shot for this evening. Um, you know what? I want to go back to the to the top of the hour, man. Top of the show, man. Again, I would like to uh, express my condolences for Mike Brown and his family, uh, and also. Uh, the unfortunate passing of, of Robin Williams, man. He, we all grew up watching him, and he right. was, we all, we all made us laugh, man, from everything. Dead Poets Society, which was more serious, to Mrs. Doubtfire, um, an extremely talented, funny guy. Um, but back to Mike Brown, man. Um, I, I don't know what we need to do, and I'm not going to get into it on this show. Um, outside of just expressing my condolences, man, but, but we got to do something. It, it's too many kids dying at the hands of the people that's supposed to protect us. And, uh, True. and, and something has to be, be, be done about this. This is getting out of hand. So I'll leave, I'll leave it there. What about you, FIFO? Pardon shots, my brother. We've got about 90 seconds um, left. Yeah, uh, well, um, everybody that joined Dead Hip Hop uh, Fantasy League, y'all niggas gonna get your ass whooped because FIFO's <laughs> back. <laughs> and last but not least, what about you, B? We got 60 seconds left. Uh, uh, Rory McIlroy, um, balling out. He is mm. hot on the golf scene. Uh, fourth major title 
second this second consecutive season and third consecutive win. First golf player to do that since Tiger Woods and Jack Nicklaus. So let's see let's see if Roy McIlroy is going to be carrying the torch since since Tiger Woods is officially done. Oh man, uh, my partner shot man. Like I said, I, I said it earlier. I'm gonna say it again, man. I blame Ken. I blame FIFO. I blame B for letting me go out there and run those routes on last Thursday. My leg was killing me. And I, I'm just I, my leg is just now getting back to where it needs to be, but I need to stretch. Memo, note to self, Kyle, please stretch before you do any extracurricular activities. Uh, and for the record, I don't know if it's going to show up on a video, but I burned Ken. I burned him, and, and, and that, oh that's all God. I'm going to say. Uh, for Ken, for FIFO, for B, I'm your host, Kyle. We'll holler at you guys next week. Peace! Diet Michael Dick. <laughs> <laughs>